Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardness. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S Media, WealthySistersMedia.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the dynamic listener, with encouragement and that practical knowledge so that you can apply it to your life today and have that positive impact, not only in your life, but, of course, in your business as well. And second, we always want to provide this awesome platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another awesome Monday, January. No, not January, but June, the other J. <laughs> June 3rd, 2013. Yes, this year is moving fast. It is our banner year, though, and I trust that you are standing in agreement with all of us, all of the listeners, the team of listeners, this is the year to make it happen and to build it and to do it right. And you know we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you as always for spreading the word. Well, also, you know, if you caught this show once or twice before or if you tuned in on a regular basis, we definitely want to continue to say thank you for doing that. And one of the things you've probably noticed, there is a common theme throughout our show. Uh, We always talk about the holistic approach to business, beginning first with that mind, that business, being an entrepreneur is 99% mental, yes. You need to have the skills, you need to have the background, you need all those things, but we always talk about the mental first. And then we also uh, talk about the importance of having a good team of people around you. Your influencers needs to be someone that can stretch you, not somebody that you're trying to compete with, but someone that's absolutely eons beyond where you want to be or that's in a great place beyond where you want to be so that you can stretch. And then finally, we oftentimes mention that acronym SYSTEM. You know what that stands for, right? System, save yourself time, energy, and money. The importance of creating systems, those things we always talk about. Well, our guest today has mastered the importance of systems, and she has coined and written books on the eight habits of highly successful women. I'm excited to have her on the show today. She is none other than Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. And uh, we're thrilled to have her. As I mentioned, she's a career strategist. She is the president and CEO of the Executive Women's Success Institute that happens to be located in Maryland. She's committed to helping individuals tap into the centers of influence that we talked about, right, that will move your career forward with purpose, passion, and your unique brand of success. 
using her proprietary eight habits of highly successful women's systems. Now, Dr. Lewis conducts workshops and seminars seminars all over. Matter of fact, she's uh, received numerous awards. She was recognized by the Minority Enterprise Executive Council as one of the 50 women of power in business just last year. So we are thrilled to have her on the show. I'm not going to keep her much longer from you. I do want to encourage you right now. You know what to do. You need to call everybody. Textbook, Facebook them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. 347-838-9278 right now so they can catch the show live. Perhaps they'll be able to ask some questions. You definitely want to get with her on some great tips. Um, that we're going to talk about today as far as your executive career is concerned. Yes, that's right. I know we all have that VIP status in mind. And definitely we want to remind you to follow us on Facebook. Please, right now, go ahead. Right now, you're listening to the show. Just take the time. Go ahead and open another browser. Follow us on Facebook. Go ahead and like us there at Wealthy Sisters, on Twitter at Wealthy Sisters, and iTunes. You can subscribe to the RSS feed there. You can get the shows downloaded to your smartphone. Go ahead and do that now. We have a goal to hit this week, so we want you to go ahead and help us out with that. I mean, really, and there's no reason why we can't hit it with all of the dynamic listeners that we have tuned in. So if you just take the time and follow us so you can stay in the know with Wealthy Healthy Sisters Radio. Well, we're going to be right back after this short break, and I am, as I mentioned, thrilled to have our special guest on today, Dr. Madeline Lewis. She's going to be sharing some great tips with us. Oh, yeah, the eight habits of highly successful women. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Again, you are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spelled with a K. Or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. That's right. You're tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. And you just heard the commercial there on Creative Ways. I tell you, that sister is dynamic. She's located in the D.C. area, and she also has a book that you can get. And we're proud to say that Wealthy Sisters Publishing House is the publisher for that book called Feel Good you want to get that book. There are so many good tips on there because as we just mentioned earlier, we always talk about that holistic point of view. And your office space, your environment has everything to do with your productivity. So check her out at creative, spell with a K, ways.com. Well, thank you so much for 
for tuning in again to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're excited to welcome our very special guest on the show today. I want to say hello to Dr. Madeline Lewis. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm ex- so excited to be here, Deborah. It's just yes, uh, that yes, intro yes. was just outstanding. Thank you so much for that, also. Oh, well, you're quite welcome, but hey, that's who you are. <laughs> so you definitely, we should say congratulations to you for the the path and the trail, and thank you for blazing that for so many of us here in the entrepreneurial uh, world. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, as as we always say here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we're a little nosy. We like to get the background so we can know who we're speaking with today. You know, people like that validation for some reason. They like to be able to associate and, and feel that mm-hmm. sense of kindred spirit. So why don't you okay. just share with us where you grew up and how you actually became um, or started on this journey that you're on today? Well, um, at present, I live in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, but by way of New Orleans, Louisiana. Aha! Okay. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. That's where I'm originally from. And Uh I've been in the uh, D.C. area for, oh, since uh, the 1990s. So I've been up there for a while now. And uh, I I tell you what, I've, I've actually just starting to get used to it, especially the uh, the cold weather. But other than that, it's been great. That's good. Well, you you definitely have to take some trips home, I'm sure, to to get a little bit of warmer climate. Oh yes, indeed, yes I do, and I do that very often. And I tell you what, it's um it it's definitely no comparison because the 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 two places are very very different, but I enjoy both. So yes, you know, with, yes. with, wherever I am with the two, I feel at home. Oh, I know, I know. I love New Orleans and that Baton Rouge area. I have an adopted family down there, and uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. definitely I, I call that my second home. And then, of course, wow. just being here in this DMV, you know, the D.C., mm-hmm. Maryland, Virginia area, it is yes. it is just a place to be for you know for me right now. So I I can concur with you <laughs> on oh, both yeah. of those places. <laughs> yes, indeed. Like you yeah. said, down home girl. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Only thing is, you know, being from Georgia, we didn't have these uh, cicadas flying around. I don't. I don't think they've reached you guys there in Maryland yet, huh? No, I well, I haven't seen any yet. No. Oh wow, they are here. Certainly here in Virginia, where I am. So. Oh uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. had seen those before, but that's been quite interesting. <laughs> But definitely tell us what you know what made you move to this area. Well, um uh, when I first came up here, believe it or not, mm-hmm. it was because of a job transfer. And okay. um yeah, I had uh, gotten an offer for a position up here and at the time in New Orleans the economy wasn't at the greatest, so mm-hmm. you know, I I thought about it and I thought, well, here I go. I'm going to just strike out and <laughs> take that chance and see what happens. And it actually uh, turned out to be a great opportunity for me. And um, it also brought a lot of um, networking, and uh, it, it caused me to be aligned with a lot of very nice 
and uh, uh, women that I was able to meet on uh, high levels and SCS mm-hmm. positions in those senior executive positions that really taught me a lot. So I was mm-hmm. very glad that I did make that move because it was a very good learning experience for me, career-wise and business-wise, to uh, mm-hmm. to make that move. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's important that you you talk about that move as well because oftentimes people are uh, presented with opportunities that encourage them or that will, will cause them to have to uproot, um, move mm-hmm. from their familiar surroundings. Had had were there any reservations about you doing that? And if so, what would you share uh, with with women or and men as well that are tuned into our show about that taking that step? moving from your familiar surroundings. Well, you know what, Deborah, I think um for me it was it it did take a lot of thought. It took a lot mm-hmm. of uh preparation on my part because let's face it, um you know, coming from the south, coming up north, um not mm-hmm. really being familiar with the area, not knowing what to expect, not knowing anybody and all my family mm-hmm. being down south. So it was um you know, me taking a chance, like I said, but just stepping out there and coming out of my comfort zone, which is what I tell women all the time during my training, during my coaching. You have to come out of your comfort zone, especially if you're trying to, you know, accomplish certain things, certain goals. You you have to right. move forward. You can't let things or fear or, you know, hold you back. Sometimes you just have to say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to let anything block my dreams, block my goals, and I'm just going to step out here on faith, and and you just have to do it. Right, right. And, you know, I hear that uh, saying. We talked about sayings a little bit before the show, but Mm -hmm. this one is not a country one, I promise. But (laughs) success (laughs) success is definitely not convenient. It's just not convenient. And a lot of times when we want things, we do want it to be packaged in that perfect little picture, that ideal picture that we have. But uh, oftentimes it is, it comes, Disguise, as they say, uh, is is something else uh, that's going to require a a change. Yes, Mm -hmm. it does. And, you Mm -hmm. know, part of having the success that you want means understanding who you are and how you function. And so if you're always letting fear control you, you're never going to get where you want to be. Yes, yes, yes. Understanding who you are and how you function. Wow. Are those one of the steps that you mentioned? Yes, it is. It is one. Actually, it's one of the uh, first steps where you have to know your purpose and talents and you have to discover your gifts. So, you know, these things are all intertwined. If you don't know who you are, then it's it's kind of hard for you to move forward. And, you know, we don't decide what our purpose is. We discover it as we journey through life. I mean, that's that's the way I look at it, and that's what I you know, try to uh, teach in my uh, eight habits of highly successful women. So yes, mm-hmm. all this is involved in that in that part of the training. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to be able to touch on that in a moment here. But I mm-hmm. I, I like what you talked about um, this understanding. I want to just go a little bit more deep into that understanding who we are. Uh, we we mentioned that oftentimes and and today you know if people are involved with social media or they're on Twitter this depends on their network of people that they're mm-hmm. surrounded by you see quotes about your purpose and there are books out there that about the purpose 
What What is your take and, and what do you suggest for uh, individuals and women to say or to be able to define what their purpose is? Because, so, you know, we know sometimes people know they don't know, but how do they find out uh, what they're supposed to be doing? Well, as I said, sometimes you have to step out and not let mm-hmm. fear block you. And because mm-hmm. we're all, you know, we're born with a purpose. And that mm-hmm. purpose truly is the uh, one reason for our existence. But mm-hmm. bringing it into fruition and living it is ultimately up to us. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we, you don't decide what mm-hmm. your purpose is. And, you mm-hmm. know, we discover it as we journey through life. And, and while there's a direct correlation between your destiny and your purpose, one of the unique differences is that destiny happens with or without your contribution. But wow. you must be hands-on, you know, a mm-hmm. hands-on contributor in fulfilling your purpose and discovering your gifts. Mm-hmm. So once you figure that out, understand it, and accept it, then you can start to move forward. You can start to receive the gifts uh, that are within you and to pour those gifts out to help others also. Mm-hmm. And I know I know a lot of times we talk about it. Um, I think one of the things people, we all have to do is learn how to appreciate the solitude or stillness to mm-hmm. be able to mm-hmm. hear and ask ourselves questions. Um, oh, yeah. around what Definitely. we're doing because I think mm-hmm. that, you know, that part of it, if someone doesn't really know their purpose, I mean, they, they've got, and we're talking about, well, let me back up and say, can we have multiple purposes that lead to an, our destiny or are you just saying that there's just one purpose or what What are you, can you be a little bit more clearer on that for us? Now, I don't I don't think that uh everybody has just one purpose, but I do think that everybody has a purpose. Okay. There are some okay. people that are here to fulfill more than one thing. And okay. you know, they just have to discover what that is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you find some people are great singers and they're great dancers and they are great actors, you know, they have mm-hmm. all these things in common. Well guess what? I can't sing mm-hmm. a note. And I don't, you know, I wouldn't get up in front of anybody and try and sing a song. because Not I know even karaoke, that, huh? No, because I know that's not my gift, you know, right, and that's right. what I'm saying. We we all have a purpose, we all have gifts, and we all have something that we were put here to do. And you just have to, you know, figure out what it is. And like you said, sometimes you have to sit down and listen and mm-hmm. also sometimes have to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I love we are it. famous. We are famous for keeping ourselves back, you know, with mm-hmm. the self-limiting beliefs and mm-hmm. and self-sabotaging behaviors. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. So yes, it's taking that time to really know who you are and and being mm-hmm. still, like you're seeing there, and and getting rid of those doubts and just oh, yeah. just listening. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So now. Let's talk a little bit more about, you know, your your project, um, the eight habits of highly successful women. What mm-hmm. what brought that about? I mean, what was your inspiration um, to creating that work? 
Well, the inspiration for me for even starting the Executive Women Success Institute was mm-hmm. because uh, more and more women are looking for new opportunities, both inside and outside of their organizations. You know, mm-hmm. they're looking for ways to advance and and move up and uh, up that career ladder. However, mm-hmm. most of them feel stuck because they're mm-hmm. struggling to move ahead. Um, they're trying to figure out how to navigate around the obstacles, how to come out of uh, their comfort zone, and basically just how to get from point A to point B. And, you know, I had a lot of women coming to me for advice on helping them with their resumes, for advice on um, what should they do to move forward in their careers, and, and also to, to be a mentor to them. And because of this, this inspired me to want to provide guidance and coaching and professional development training to those women who needed and wanted to focus on how to advance in their careers, you know. So that that's that's really what got me started. Because I had all these ladies coming to me and they wanted advice, and I'm I'm thinking, wow, you know, I didn't realize I had people looking at me in that manner. But mm-hmm. it's like I said, when you have that gift and you have something that you can share with others, it would be a little selfish of you to keep it to yourself. So that's now, that's what inspired me to do this. And that's that is so key and great that you you know you recognize that that we all have to provide a service. And that's mm-hmm. that's I mean that's the foundation of business there, providing some type of service or good or what have you mm-hmm. that's going to benefit others. So let's since we're talking about the purpose, let's just talk a little bit about your actual um process from transitioning from the corporate to now as an entrepreneur because a, a lot of women are mm-hmm. at that window uh where they are having to examine just like you what mm-hmm. you know what their purpose is how how mm-hmm. was that transition for you and how did you actually start the institute well i'll tell you um in two words mm-hmm. mentor and sponsor hmm. i was lucky enough to have uh mentors and sponsors and also coaches people that um you know were instrumental in advising me and guiding me in in some of the areas that I needed to 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 move through and mm-hmm. that is what helped me that is mm-hmm. what you know really got me on the road to okay you're yes you've been in the executive uh suites now you want to come out and be a businesswoman so that you can show others if they want to get into that executive suite how to do that and and that's really what did it for me. You know, I I did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of women that are in executive positions to find out how they got there, how they stay there, the obstacles they face. And I can I tell you, it's it, when you talk to these ladies and you find out some of the things that they do go through, you really want to get enough information and compile that information so you can bring it back and make it easier for the next group of ladies that's trying to get there. Mm-hmm, because you mm-hmm. you know that in, in corporate America there's not a lot of women that are moving into those executive suites. They're, they're, there's just not a lot there. They're mostly um, top-heavy whip males. 
And mm-hmm. so for mm-hmm. women to get there, there's certain things they have to do. And one of the things they need to learn is that they have to learn how to project that image of success, that persona of an executive. They have to learn how to do that. And a lot of them don't realize that first impressions, that means a lot. That that, that what, can make or break your career. Some practical ways. So what what do you mean, like projecting the image? Give me, is it in attire? Is it in conversation? Learning how to play golf? Well, I mean, what what do you mean? <laughs> well, hey, if you want to learn how to play golf, I wouldn't say no because a friend of mine, that's what she does. She has her company, and basically she says that's one of the things women need to get into, and that's playing golf mm-hmm. and because it's a good networking tool. But, you know, I don't play golf. I I've played it. I it's not, you know, really a, I'm not really a big fan of it and but um like I said I do know it is a good networking tool. But when I use the the term uh, say assuming the persona of a successful executive, what I mean is that a successful executive has presence as well as the abil- ability to um radiate competence. Mm-hmm. They they know how to think big, and they know how to get others to follow their lead. Most women tend to put themselves in the background, and this mm-hmm. is what I tell them. You cannot, you know, lead anybody from the back. You have to, to you know, toot your own horn, so to speak. And that right. is what a lot of women don't like to toot their own horn. You know, but I was looking a young to. I know. I was looking at a young lady brought me, she wanted to, she's in a uh, government agency, and she brought me her paperwork. She said, would you take a look at this? I want to put in for a temporary duty assignment in another um, office, you know, within her, in her organization. She said, so I looked at it, and, you know, uh, I'm reading it, and it was just, it was just, you know, bland is the only word Mm -hmm. I could use for it. And so Mm -hmm. I told her, I said, didn't you do this? Didn't you do mm-hmm. this here? I said, I remember when you were um, heading this project that we had outside. It was an organization that she, you know, she's in. And I've seen her before, and I know her, and I, so I know some of the things that she could do. I said, why mm-hmm. isn't any of that in there? And mm-hmm. so I started scratching and making little comments, and she goes, wow, I didn't know I should put that in there. I said, look, when you're going for a position, when you're going, I don't care if it's a temporary duty assignment, you make it seem like you can walk on water. That's I said, because right. the purpose is for you to get in there and show them what you can do. I said, and you can't do that unless you toot your own horn and make yourself stand out. I said, right. what you handed me in the beginning no one was going to think that was anything that would make them want to jump up and say, yeah, go get her right now. And this is what you want to make them do whenever they look at something that has to do with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's 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 important. We got to be able to radiate that confidence and and uh, you know have that persona, as you said, of of confidence and professionalism. And persona, as you mentioned, as an executive or the leader, that mm-hmm. one in charge. Yes, yes, exactly. Because, and I'm yeah. It's go ahead. It's it's it's, it's really. Something, like I said, a lot of women want to move up, and they wonder why sometimes they're not moving. So mm-hmm. my first question is, tell me, or, or when you come to see me, I want you to come to see me the way you go to work. Mm-hmm. And if they walk into my office or conference room or whatever where we are, and they're 
dress, you know, casually. Sometimes mm-hmm. they might have on. I've seen them wear the flip-flops. Oh, my God, I wish I could just burn those things sometimes with some of these ladies wearing them to work, you know. But what they don't realize is when you don't dress as if you're successful, as if you are go-getter or hard charger, then no one is going to see you like that. You know, not everybody that move into those positions know a whole lot. <laughs> you know, sometimes, uh, you know, because I had, I had one of my mentors to tell me, she said, you know, you can always learn the job. It's the people sometimes that you have problems with. And that's true because when you get into a position, especially how, the higher you go, you surround yourself with people that know, you know, what needs to be done. You know, you right. surround yourself with experts. You're supposed to know a little bit about everything, but you don't have to be an expert in all of it. Right, And that's right, what right. they have to realize. And I tell them, you need to know a little bit about budget. You need to know a little bit about human resource. You need to know a little bit about, you know, EEO and, and what happens with an employee if, they're, if they need to be disciplined. No, you don't work in that area, but you still need to know it because as you move up the ladder, these are things that you're going to have to know. You need to know where the how the budget works in your section if you're in charge of it. And so mm-hmm. these are the things that I, you know, that I tell them in my training and in the Eight Habits of Highly Successful Women. Mm-hmm. And so, said so that's one of them. What what are what are some of the others? Um, do you want to share them in order oh, with sure. us? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, the first one, as I said, is is um, to know your purpose and talents, discovering your gifts. The second one in the module is designing your ideal career. Okay. And the okay. third one is identifying potential barriers and strategizing a way around them. Let's let's stop for stop and just talk about that designing your ideal career. So that implies to me that you're saying we actually can visualize or picture what we want for exactly. Our past. Is that when what you're saying? They, <laughs> when they say something you hear people say dress for the position that you want not the one mm-hmm. that you're in I, right. i've heard executives or supervisors say oh yeah i want so-and-so to work on this project because she has talents that's not being used now mm-hmm. it's not that he per he or she personally knows that this person has talents that they're not using but what they see is this person is projecting an image of mm-hmm. knowing and getting stuff done. And not mm-hmm. to mention this person is probably stepping up to the plate and volunteering for things. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. You have to put yourself out there. You have to step up and volunteer. And even if you might feel, oh, I don't know if I could do this. You know what? If you've been in an organization more than 10 years and you can't pick up the phone and call someone in another department and ask them right. a question about something, there is something wrong with that. That's picture. a problem. That means. Yeah. Means that you are not a person that that understands, <laughs> yeah, the importance exactly. of networking or the exactly. importance of teamwork. That is exactly. a problem. That's a huge problem. It when you is, can, and that's what you, happens. Yes, I see that. I see that when you live mm-hmm. next to people, you don't know anything about people. You have to, you have to come out of your shell. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, that's just unbelievable. And that's, that's why that's I say uh, designing your career, a lot of uh-huh. times, yes, when you focus on, say, for example, when you get with an organization and you say to yourself, I want to be where that person is, then you mm-hmm. know what? You need to try and get to know that person. That person, right. Yes. That's right. You know, That's right. if you get on That's the right. elevator in the morning and that person's on the elevator and it's the two of you, don't stand there and don't say anything. You go, right. hi, my name is Madeline Lewis. I work in HR department. You know, let right. them know who you are because, you know, right. what? the next time they see you, they may not hold a long conversation, but you might get a head nod from them. You know why? Because they now recognize who you are. Right, you know, exactly. And a lot of people do that. They'll get in the elevator, there's an executive in that elevator, and they don't even say good morning, introduce themselves or anything. They just get to their floor, get out, and go about their business. Right. No, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. it's. I mean, you got to have a strategy, like you said, you to everything. You do. You and have to have a strategy. To start with the small, if you're nervous about speaking with, with that executive or whatever, start at the grocery store. Start at... The, mm-hmm. the restaurant, mm-hmm. I mean, they wear mm-hmm. name tags for a reason. Go ahead and use their names. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, you know, what have you, because that will help you begin to open up and be a little bit more sociable. You know, oh, uh, my you goodness, have to be. Yes. You have you to have, be. If you don't like people, you still got to be. <laughs> you got to get, because as you yeah. rise, as you become, you know, in upper management, into mm-hmm. executive positions, you're going to be out there. You're going to have to go out. You're going to have to represent your company. You're going to have to speak to people. You may even have to do interviews for news articles, the t- TV, radio, what have you. So you mm-hmm. have to get out of that. And that's why if someone comes up to me and says, oh, I'm nervous about speaking in, in front of people, I don't really like to speak, I said, you know what, that's what Toastmasters is for. You need right. to join Toastmasters <laughs> and start learning how to speak in front of people, get comfortable. Bring your relatives into a room and just give them a presentation until, you know, until you get comfortable speaking to people. Speak at your church. There are ways that you can get around that. You don't let these things stop you, especially fear. You need to figure out a way around that, especially. Mm -hmm. Mhm, yeah. mhm. That's right. That's right. So you were you were mentioned step three. Uh, what what is that one again? Uh, that one is identifying potential barriers and strategizing a way around them. All right. So give me an example of what potential barriers would be. Well, let's say for example, like for example, women are developing high skill levels and they're t- they're obtaining um more education that's preparing mm-hmm. them for executive position. However, mm-hmm. gender status beliefs continue to create obstacles for women to overcome. And although women and men uh may face some of the same obstacles in in the business world, their reaction to those obstacles are different because okay. women seem to face extra challenges and and women moving forward into executive positions are no exception. I remember when I interviewed some of the ladies um in senior executive positions around the d c area one of the things that I kept getting is that they are more scrutinized in those mm-hmm. positions than their male mm-hmm. counterparts. And mm-hmm. that's why you have to make sure when you're moving up that ladder, you definitely have to make sure you do have it together. But by the same token, 
those you know what those barriers are going to be so you don't let them stop you like i said uh you don't have those self limiting beliefs things that will keep you from from moving forward you need to have that self confidence you need to project a positive image you need to um understand and 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 just know that it's a fact that sometimes women do have to work harder to reach the top in mm. in, in executive levels and and that's mm. just the way it is you know mm. and you mm-hmm. have to understand why women are uncomfortable promoting themselves and but you have to do that these are things that you have to do you have to promote yourself you have to let them know hey even though you may not think that i i belong here I know I belong here. So let mm-hmm. me show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. why I say, like, right now, with all the, the things going on with the economy the way it is and uh, with, with with people retiring out of these positions, I tell these ladies, hey, why don't you go up to your supervisor and say, hey, so-and-so is retiring. Why don't you let me act in that position for 30, 60 days and let me show you what I can do? Mm-hmm. What are they mm-hmm. going to lose? They're not going to lose anything by letting you do that. Right. I mean, you're well, you know, you mentioned it, fear. You mentioned mm-hmm. fear. We know that acronym, mm-hmm. false evidence appearing real. That, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. I know is a major barrier. And the, just mm-hmm. the fear of being rejected or, rejected or hearing someone say no. But one of the things I always I learned to help me get over that and to deal with that is, they're not really rejecting you, so to speak. It, it could be mm-hmm. a certain something else or situation or what have you, but to not take that no Their personally. perception. It could be uh-huh. a perception. You uh-huh. know, I don't mm-hmm. know that you could do this. And, and and a lot of times they may be surprised that you stepped up and asked them to do that. But right. a lot of times, and maybe, you know, seven out of ten times, they may say yes. And even if they right. do say no, it still should not be something that Stop will you. crush you. That's because right. it's, yeah, it's just like, okay, well, they said no. I'll just show them another way what I right. can do. Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. And that's the way you have to look at that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is no such word as no, you know. <laughs> I'm telling to you. To that point, there is, yeah. and, and sometimes that, you know, that could be a, uh, a good thing that is a good thing, but sometimes it can if you don't yeah. even know <laughs> when mm-hmm, we have to mm-hmm. accept some things. But uh, for the most part, there is no such thing <laughs> as no. So let's talk about number four. What 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 is that step? <clears throat> number four is the importance of decisive decisiveness and how to move forward with mm. confidence. And wow. I always, always, always tell people confidence. That's that's the key thing because you know if you're walking around, um, you're sitting down and you're all slumped down in a chair, or you're walking with your head down, or you can't look somebody in the eye. Come on, what does that tell you? I don't have any confidence in that person. I don't even have confidence in myself if that's what I'm doing. So you have to. You know, learn how to not do these things. And also, when it comes to making decisions and judgment calls, a good leader must do so with confidence and believe in the choices that they've made. Because if you second guess your own Uh decisions, others Mm -hmm. will too. You know, so mm-hmm. like they like they always say it in the army. You know, make a decision, good, bad, or indifferent. Make the decision. Mm-hmm. 
make the and decision because when you don't, right. you're making a decision. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 a lot of times, uh, again, back to how we're socialized as women, uh, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with leadership or what have you and in different uh, cultures or what, but when it comes to a lot of times that people ask, and where do you want to go for lunch or where do you want to go to, I don't know, where do you want to go? I don't where know. Do I don't go? know where you, you know, want to go. We, there are it's so like many opportunities. trying to figure out where you want to yes. go. That we are have been presented, and I catch myself for that because you know Southern oh, girl, I'm raised that way. You know, you're I supposed know, to let and mm. yield to the man. You're supposed to and let and all of those things, and in that baggage, you know, you do have to have it in its own place. And and yes, for yes. me, understanding how to separate the mm-hmm. business from the personal world, because in my personal world, this is the way I should be, and then in the business. You mm-hmm. definitely need to make those decisions and oh, not yeah. be afraid and stand oh, up definitely. and make those decisions and don't I mean, expect that, that that comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and one given. of the shocking things for me was, you know, I was expecting the the type of treatment that you would get in the like in the personal when you do yield like that mm-hmm. in the personal world in mm-hmm. business with men, but men, they interact with women. They don't, they just, you look, it's about their family and what they mm-hmm. have to do in mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that you're a woman, you know, exactly. unless you're picking up 100 tons or something. But mm-hmm. other than that, if you have stepped in that role, they expect you to to be able to step up to the plate and uh, exactly. not, not use mm-hmm or be afraid to make those decisions. Right. Trust your instincts and believe in yourself. I mean, that's what you have to do. Right, Mm -hmm. right. What about step five? Uh, That is why you need a mentor and how to find one. So Mm. a lot of people feel that they can go it alone. Well, you can't. You need to have someone, a mentor, a sponsor, to help Mm -hmm. you to navigate around the obstacles in these large organizations. You need to have Mm -hmm. someone that will give you a heads up and let you know, um, hey, you need to move over here because Mm -hmm. there's some layoffs coming down the pike and that Mm -hmm. division over there is not going to be laid off. So, And Mm -hmm. and I'm saying that from personal experience because that happened Mm -hmm. to me years ago. But mm-hmm. and so you know, having a mentor, having a sponsor, these are things that you have to know, and you have to learn how to find a mentor. And it's, mm-hmm. it needs to be someone who's doing the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's same thing for business as well. I mean, we always mm-hmm. say that you're exactly. Radio, you've got to find someone, and we've kind of mentioned it several times throughout the show today. You have mm-hmm. to find someone that is where you want to be. That's going right. to right, and I still you. have coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't run my business without having a coach, without having mentors. I still have them, and I think mm-hmm. as long as I'm doing what I do, I will always have them because there's always someone that can teach me more, and there's always more to learn. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is. I got a saying. I got a saying. I've said it before. Uh, uh, hey, my grandma said, you know, you want to stay green. I want to stay green because she said, when I'm right, that's when I'm dead. So that's always right. stay that's green because right. you're that's always right. learning. Always learning. Mm-hmm. So step mm-hmm. six would be. 
Uh, that one is your personal brand and professional image, and um, I think we we kind of touched on that a little earlier. You know, mm-hmm. the dress success thing. Some people think that old adage "dress for success" uh, mm-hmm. is dead, but it's not. It still holds true. And mm-hmm. what women have to realize is that you know, first impression, it 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 really is something they should consider because the wrong impression can torpedo your career. Right. So right. you have to consider right. how you're dressing and the image that you're portraying um, right. when you're trying to move up the career ladder. Right, because how we are dressed is how we are addressed. So either exactly. way, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, that's true. And I've I've heard, um, you know, I well, I, I guess whether you know you think that one way is going to get you there um, mm-hmm. or not, you know, it just depends on what kind of what do you want to use as your foundation yeah, uh, to yeah. get to the top? So how you want to mm-hmm. dress, again, is is going to be how you address. That's a great step. So step number seven would be? Uh, that one is tapping into the old girls network and using it effectively, which means networking. Oh, okay. You need right. to network, yes. Uh, that's the old girls network, huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because yeah. the, I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of women don't feel like they need to pursue, you know, uh, uh relationships that will help them advance. You know, mm-hmm. I I tell people all the time, especially when I speak at conferences and things like that, I tell them, "Hey, once you get to the city you're going to for that conference, ditch those people that you work with because you need to be meeting some new people at the conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and don't mm-hmm. just get cards to get cards. You need to get, you know, make some really, do some effective networking. Right. Yes. Don't, you right. Know, don't just take somebody's card because they hand it to you. Why are you getting this card? Because when you get home, you're not going to even know why you got the card if it's mm-hmm. not, you know, for a, like you said, for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that's, they need to learn how to network. They need to learn how to network across, you know, with all uh, um, creative and, 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 and uh, women, uh, like-minded women, women that are doing the things that they want to do. So mm-hmm. I really, I really, really pound that one in because a lot of, like I said, women just to me don't network enough. Well, you mentioned uh, conferences, just getting them to, to go to the conference, to go out and step out there. I mean, we've held uh, several, and we will we'll be resuming those uh, within the next uh, couple of years, and just mm-hmm. really getting the people to understand the importance to go out. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. I would have uh, people call about it, and they were like, when you coming to my city? Or when you mm-hmm. <laughs> when you coming? Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said in the beginning of the show, success is not convenient. And a lot of right. times people won't right. travel or they won't they won't take the extra step. But they'll go on vacation and travel, but they won't, exactly. you know, go to a exactly. business conference. And you can write it off. Well, another thing, too, <laughs> another thing yeah. I get, too, is that, oh, my organization won't pay for me to go to training. Right. Well, guess what? They don't right. have to. Invest in yourself. It's your career. You need exactly. to invest in yourself. And that's mm-hmm. another obstacle that a lot of women uh, will run into saying things like that. You can't look at right. it like that. It's your career. Right, and it's your life, because you get out of it what you put into it. So if you exactly. don't invest in anything in it. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. If your company will pay and you do all that. That's the time uh, we always say having that mm-hmm. exit strategy. Um, mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. uh 
Catherine Freeland. She is just a phenomenal woman. We pro- promoted her, had her on our radio show, and she was at our mm-hmm. Millionaire's mm-hmm. Luncheon. And, I mean, uh, she's in our book that you can go to WealthySisters.com and get. It's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And in and, and her story, she had her exit strategy. She left mm-hmm. her company, uh, mm-hmm. her, her career, and started her company. Sold that first company for over thirty some million dollars and took wow. a break, mm-hmm. and, and then you know uh, went on and bought another company here recent with over four hundred employees. So she she talked about that having that exit strategy, and and mm-hmm. part of that mm-hmm. exit strategy is preparing yourself, you know, before oh, yeah. you leave, getting out there, exactly. using exactly. the benefits that are there, not just for long short term, but long term. For long term, exactly. Now, we're we're online live here with our dynamic guest, Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. If you just tuned in, you are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we are talking about her uh, project, I like to call it, uh, the eight steps of highly successful women. Um, She is the founder of the Executive Women's Success Institute, and uh, I want to take a short break. We're going to come back, Dr. Lewis, and uh, finish up and get that number eight. And then if if there are some questions, if you want to dial 347-838-9278, we have just a few more minutes left in the show that you can ask your question. If you're in the chat room there, you can go ahead and post your question there. We'll uh, be able to do that. And if you've already, one, the lines are packed out. If you already called into the show, go ahead and press 1 now on your phone so that we know that you have a question there and we can open it the lines up for you. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Again, you are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Yes, you're tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Welcome back. We want to thank you so much for joining us. This month we have also another dynamic lineup. want you to catch us next week. Uh, we've got personal trainer. She's a certified fitness instructor, nutritionist, Trinity Perkins. Wow, she is phenomenal. This young lady has a powerful story. Uh, we're definitely going to show some before and after pictures there as well. And we've got some great, other great things I'm not going to let you know about. It's going to be a surprise this month. So as we bring in the month of July, which happens to be our anniversary month. So, yes, four years here with Wealthy Sisters Radio. And we know it, we could not be here without you. So thank you so much. But hello, Miss Dr. Matlin. I tell you, I want to. This has just been a great, great show, and you're sharing some awesome information with us. Let's talk about what that step eight is. Well, step eight, we've uh, pretty much covered that one too. It's assuming mm-hmm. the persona of a successful executive. Mm-hmm. So that is the final step in the eight habits of highly successful women. Mhm, mhm. Getting that and assuming that 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 posture 
you know, mm-hmm. if you will. I love it. I love it. Those are important. If you just tuned in and you missed the first one, is is Know Your Purpose and Talents, correct? Right. Uh, number two is Designing Your Ideal Career, being mm-hmm. able to visualize that there. And, and number three, you talked about identifying the potential barriers that are there. Uh-huh. And get over and strategizing it. Strategizing <laughs> around and strategizing, strategizing around, around it. it. I know you said it in right. a more eloquent way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, the importance of decisiveness was step four, mm-hmm. and number five is why you need a mentor as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and six is uh, making sure you recognize your professional brand and your Correct. personal brand. And, and your, your personal, personal brand. brand, that's right, mm-hmm. and your personal brand. And then and tap into your, let's see, I, I wrote, tap into your network, being the, able to the old, old girls, girls network. Ne- the old girls network. And <laughs> the old girls network, I love that, with step seven. And then eight, again, as you mentioned, is assuming that persona of an executive. Go ahead mm-hmm. and own it, step into that's it. That's right, that's right, <laughs> yes, that's yes. right. Uh-huh. uh-huh, great, great. So now, you know, this is wonderful. What advice would you give to someone, you know, who is on this path of reinventing themselves and their career? They take these steps. Um, what are some of the other things that you would suggest for them to do? Well, you know, I would say um Few things can rival the self-satisfaction uh, or mm. gratification in knowing that you've made it, that you've reached your goal. But you have to have no illusions that it's a piece of cake or, or, or a walk in the park. If mm. it was that easy to climb the ladder to mm-hmm. success, everyone would be on top. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every successful person that I know has a story of the struggles involved to getting to where they are. So in mm-hmm. your pursuit of career success, you must be open and receptive to making life-altering changes that will get you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that will I be know. my advice. That that is great. I'm trying to think. I think it's Ricky Minor that wrote uh, the book. Uh, there is a lot of room. Uh, something on the extra mile, or uh, I have to try to Google that. The the extra mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of room on the extra mm-hmm. mile. I think it's something to that effect by Ricky Minor, and uh, that is true. You know, if you take that extra step, a lot of times people won't take that extra step, mm-hmm. that extra, you know, you just have to, to do. Yes, mm-hmm. just a little bit. You know, we always say, you know, that's the little extra is 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 what is in front of extraordinary. There's the this is the book title. There is no traffic on the extra mile. Oh, <laughs> there okay. is no traffic on the extra mile. Yeah, lessons lessons on the road from dreams to destiny and that I mean that is just a magnificent uh, book. It's a great title. I love it. Uh, mm-hmm. talks about that. Yes, indeed. Well, please go ahead and give everyone your contact information as well and uh, so that they can be able to connect with you, set up sessions with you, and maybe have you come out and speak or do a workshop for them because you do workshops all over the country, correct? Yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I can be reached. Uh, you can go to my website, which is www.com. E-X-W-S-I dot com. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's exwsi.com. You can mm-hmm. email me at info at exwsi.com, or you can give us a call at 301-693-3284. Wonderful, wonderful. Give your phone number one more time. That's 301-693-3284. Beautiful, beautiful. And, And in closing, Dr. Lewis, what would you like to leave our audience with today? Well, I would just like to say to the ladies out there that are struggling to move their careers forward, just know that you're meant for success. And don't let fear or or any obstacles stop you from moving forward. And if there are things that you have to work on, uh, things that you need to improve in, then make sure that you do that. You you go and get those things and, 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 pro- and improve on those. And one, get a mentor. That person will be the person that will be able to tell you or show you some of the things that, you know, you might need to do to help you to move forward also. But just know that you are meant to succeed. Yes, indeed. We are. I said in the New Orleans style. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> we are meant to succeed. Everyone, as you mentioned, has a unique purpose. And uh, we just thank you, Dr. Lewis, for everything that you are doing to help foster those individuals and foster the purpose and, and helping people to fulfill their destiny. It's, it's just so needed, and we wish you continued success and definitely look forward to in the future having you back on the show. Well, thank you so much, and I enjoy being here, and it was great. It was just great to speak to your audience, and I would love to come back again. Thank you so much oh. for having me. Yes, indeed. Well, definitely we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Again, make sure you go and visit uh, Dr. Lewis's website. It's definitely www.exwsi.com, exwsi.com, and follow her there. Find her on Facebook. You're on Facebook too, right? Yes, I am. Facebook, Twitter, uh-huh. LinkedIn, uh-huh. all of them. <laughs> uh-huh. yes. Yeah, find it there on Facebook and Twitter for sure. And let her know you listened to the show today. And definitely uh, get with her and, and learn more about her eight steps. We just kind of touched this, I know, scratched the surface barely uh, on what those, in the the whole purpose of the eight of highly successful women. So, again, thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters. We want to encourage you to catch this show. If you just tuned in and you missed the first half, you can get it. Go back and download it. It will be available for you here in a few minutes. You can listen to us on iTunes as well under Wealthy Sisters. And we want to encourage everybody right now, please go to your uh, browser, open up Facebook or Twitter, and follow us there on Wealthy Sisters. Like us there on Facebook. We have a goal that we want to reach this week, and we know that you, the dynamic listener, can help us with that. So go ahead, like us. Follow us on Facebook, and if you have any questions or you have any ideas or suggestions for other topics, please feel free to email us at info at wealthysisters.com. Otherwise, you can catch this show and all our other shows at wealthysistersradio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to hearing you and speaking next week. 
And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. Have a beautiful day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our 